great Scott. Are you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh? Oh, yeah. Then you're in the right place. I'm going to make him an offer again. Life moves pretty fast. The Welcome to the Man Cave Chronicles. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. This week I have comedian Antonio Cordero on the show. Before the episode starts, I have a clip of him doing stand-up. Hope you guys enjoy it. Oh man, if I want to say it's so nice that summer's here. I'm really happy. Canada's a beautiful country in the summer. But honestly, it's been really hard to watch what's been going on in the U.S. lately. I'm sure you guys can agree. You know, it's really rough and... Um, I'm not going to get into politics tonight because I'm a millennial and I don't give a shit. Um, but it's really, watching it all, it's really humbled me as a Canadian. You know? It really has. Like, what's the worst or the most common stereotype people have about us? Oh, those Canadians. They're so polite and apologetic. And it's true, we are. And it's okay because that's exactly what I want you to think. <laughs> Because, you know, like, sure, if you're a stranger, we'll be the first ones to apologize, even if it's not our fault. But once you get to know us, some of us are as savage Americans as they come. Like, I swear to God, roll the rim at Tim's brings the worst out of people. You would think as Canadians, we have the decency to at least buy the cup. But we all know, you've reached into the trap to roll up a rim once. Don't lie to me and yourself. Guys, I've been Antonio Cordero. Thank you so much. It's my time. Uh, check me out on Broke Jokes on YouTube if you want to watch more of my comedy. I'll bring back Joel. The Man Cave Chronicles on Twitter at the MCC Podcast. We'll be right back. All right. On today's podcast, I have a stand-up comedian, Antonio Cordero. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. I think I butchered your last name. <laughs> no, you did okay. It's Cordero. It's yeah. Cordero. What's going on? Oh, nothing much, man. Uh, just getting ready for a show I'm going up tonight. Uh, tonight is actually the two-year anniversary of one of the local rooms here in Vancouver, uh, Benny's Bagels. So it's going to be a big show, and I'm really excited for that. All right. Are you the, the headliner? No, I'm just going to be one of the acts performing tonight. There's a bunch of comedians coming out. Pretty much everyone uh, that performs in Vancouver is going to be there. I, at least I hope so because it's their anniversary show. But, yeah, I'm just going to be one of the guys. No one, no one special. How do, okay, let's start with uh, how did you get into stand-up comedy? Uh, I started uh, about three or three and a half, four years ago now. Uh, I was 19, and I was actually into acting before I got into stand-up comedy. And I always admired stand-up. Uh, I used to watch Just for Laughs growing up uh, in the mornings on Saturdays, I remember. And I never thought I could I could be like that funny, you know what I mean? Uh, but eventually, I grew up and became 19, and I, uh, my brother-in-law's cousin was running a show. It was an open mic show, and it was for a contest uh, called Open Mic Canada. And they were doing like the prelim rounds, and I was kind of, at the time, looking at stand-up a little bit more seriously, seeing if I could do it. And he's like, yeah, come on to the show. I'll give you five-minute spot. And I was like, okay, I got to come up with five minutes of material to do this show for with. And I did. And the show went really well the first time, which was nice. Uh, good entry into stand-up comedy. And I bombed the second night. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's how I got started. And then ever since then, I've, I've just been hooked to the stage. Um, 
and I love it. I love every minute of, minute of it. Yeah. Um, so you've been doing this for three years now? Yeah, yeah, three years. Um, mostly for those three years, though, I was kind of like on and off with it because I felt my joke material was kind of weak compared to other comedians in the scene. So I was kind of lax with it. But over the past year, I've been seriously hitting it hard and going at it. What is your act about? Well, my act, in, in a sense, is more. It's always changing. Uh, I run a sh- I run a show on YouTube called Broke Jokes now. And every night I go up, I always try a new joke and that joke goes into the episode and that becomes the journey and the chronological uh, evolution of my jokes in my career. So I'm about 25 episodes in now. So it's always changing in in what I'm talking about, but I'm always trying to go towards myself and my personal experiences and my perspective of life and try to put it into a, a funnier, a funny context where people can understand. That's pretty much me. Yeah. I mean, most people make fun of their lives anyways when they're doing stand-up yeah totally um so uh your do you uh what, what's your views on the your youtube channel oh man they're minuscule if anything man they're i'm very new to it still so i think i got like right now 35 subscribers like i said i'm only about 20 22 episodes and i actually just posted one today 22 episodes in but Honestly, man, I've actually gotten a lot of great reviews from fellow comedians in the community who have come across my channel just from following me on Facebook because I kind of promote it there too. And the positive feedback from then has been worth every every single view I get. And in that, like, they get motivated from what I'm doing and showing my side of the comedy scene and my perspective. And it motivates them to go out and do it every single night, like, just to see me fail too because I post the episode regardless if it's funny or not. I'll post it and a lot of comedians are like, that takes a lot of balls, dude, to like post that 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 bomb where nobody laughed at your joke. And it, it, to me, it's like, it's okay. Like that's how I grow and I show comedians that it is rough and this is the true nature that yes, there's nights where I do really well and there's nights I do really bad. So that has been the the best part of the whole channel. Yeah. I mean, like we said, I, we, we talked about it before uh, I hit record that uh, <laughs> I want to try it sometime and you know. Yeah, and man. From, and from other comedians that I've talked to, they're going to tell you, you're going to bomb no matter what. Yeah, it's more common people do bomb the first time than 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 not. And you know what? I, I if I actually looked at the, I think I actually taped my first set when I first did, it. and if I actually looked, I probably had a, a rougher set than I'm remembering. I just remember feeling really good after it. So that's maybe what I'm referring to. But yes, uh, I think you should do it, man. You should definitely get up on that stage and face that fear and hit the mic for sure. Maybe after a few drinks. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Last night there was a guy that went up. He was just hammered. Don't drink too much. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> what um, shoot. Now I lost my concentration. What I was gonna ask. You. Oh yeah. Who did, who did you um grow up liking for comedians? Um, I get. I've gotten that question before, and you know what? I feel like I like so many comedians for so many different reasons. But if I had to stop and look at just one guy that really opened my eyes to comedy and what it was, was obviously for me, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, He's just a comedian. I understood right from the get go and the comedy that he presented. Me and my brother used to crack up to episodes of Seinfeld all the time and his standup just made sense to me. So I guess early on, that's who I kind of gravitated towards. Now my tastes have changed though. Like I'm into CK, I'm into Chappelle uh, and those those kind of comedians, and um, I've kind of moved away from Jerry in that sort of sense. But I try to like keep in him in my mind when I'm telling my jokes, if that makes any sense. Like I'm trying to like blend his style with mine, and that's who my major influence has always been. Yeah, I saw him uh, live before. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I have never seen him live. I've only seen his, him obviously on like DVD and his specials and on Jerry Seinfeld to yeah. obviously his show, but yeah. I've never seen him live. I, I watch uh, Seinfeld reruns all the time. Yeah. They're classic, man. I love it. Um, so you said you liked Louis CK too and uh, Chappelle? Yeah, actually, I was just listening to Chappelle's album before we talked today. Just uh, I kind of put it on the background sometimes. I, I listen to comedy like obsessively. <laughs> it's a problem, maybe. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. And my wife gets mad if I were to go on a road trip and I just want to play comedy and she gets bored. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My girlfriend doesn't like it when I listen it to like I listen to it in the car too, like that. And she's like, "Can we just listen to like some music, please, and be normal?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and I noticed on your Instagram that you. Uh, did you see Jay Moore? Jay Moore. I saw. Um, I saw you had a you had a listing in one of the in one of your pictures. It said like Jay Moore and a couple other comedians underneath in the poster. Oh, oh yeah, I can't. Which I can't remember. Was that for a show I was on that I I posted a poster I for? I don't know if it was a a show that you're on or if you just went and saw him live. Ah, uh, Jay Moore, Jay Moore. I man, I don't even remember. I'm so sorry. That's all right. If you have a chance, check out his stand up. Jay Moore. Okay. Yeah. I probably, if I have, if I did a show with him and don't remember, shame on me, but, um, I'll definitely check him out. Jay Moore. Yeah. He's on Netflix. He's got a stand up on Netflix. Oh, how have, not, how have I not seen that already then? <laughs> All right. Why don't you, uh, tell the listeners about your worst bombing story ever on stage? Oh yes. Okay. So I have bombed few, um, few many times. Uh, the worst, the worst, honestly, the worst experiences is when you forget your joke. That is like the most gut wrenching. And I remember the, I remember it was Bicycle Club in Toronto. This was probably two and a half years ago, and it was for a competition. And I was so nervous. I brought all my friends to support me and to like vote for me, so I could try, so I could at least get like a top three or something. And I was in the middle of a joke and completely blanked. And I think I blanked for like 20 seconds and that's an eternity on stage. I, I don't, I don't think I recovered. I don't think I recovered. And I, I, I kind of lost the set after, and I was like so demoralized after, but my friends all were like, Oh, you were amazing. Like so good. I'm like, you guys are fucking lying to me. Oh, sorry. Can I swear on this show? Oh, yeah, you can swear. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Then my friends like, Oh, you were fucking amazing. Like that was so great. I was like, God, you guys are a bunch of assholes. You're lying to me. Yeah. Well, the- yeah, I mean, but if the, it's sometimes it's better just to get the honest truth from them, and then you don't, you know, you could work on your material for the next show. Yeah, and and they 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 do try to be honest with me uh, uh, other times as well, and like try to help help me with some tags and stuff like that. But um, no, they're 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 supportive guys, and I appreciate them coming out when they did. Yeah. How do you come up with your material? I I always it's it's moment. You know what? Honestly, it's in the shower. That's where it all comes to me and on my jogs. Those are the probably the two most common times where I come up with materials. I take runs in the morning and I like to stand in the shower and and like just they come they just come to me that way and those are the most common places. And then obviously like throughout life you have those moments where it's like, "Oh, this is a hilarious story. Let me just write down what just happened." And that's a joke in itself. So those are those are probably the the most common places I come up with my material. Do you uh, do you take a lot of notes like on your phone if you see something or? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I try not to write anything down with like pen and paper right away. I try to speak it out and like just use dictation on my phone. And then I'll go through after and sift out all the, the crap and the jargon and stuff that doesn't make sense and clean it up and make it more polished. But I try to get like exactly what I, my mind is saying 
that's funny to me in the moment out in that way. So I don't try to like tailor it as I'm writing it. I feel like I do that a lot. So I've practiced this new way of just dictating it on the phone and it's helped me tremendously. Uh, it was a couple months ago, it happened to me where I woke up in the middle of the night, middle of the night and I actually thought of a Seinfeld episode. Remember that Seinfeld episode where he woke up and he thought of a joke and he wrote it down? Oh, no, I don't remember this one. Did he forget the joke? Did he forget? He couldn't really make it out what it said. Oh, like, okay, yeah. It's on like a small, like, squiggly piece of paper. It didn't yes. make sense. Yes. So okay. it happened to me like a couple months ago. I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I, I thought of something. I was like, oh, I was like, I'll remember it. I'm not even going to write it down. Well, guess what? To this day, I still can't remember what it was. Oh, man. So, so many times that's so it's oh, like, yeah. So it's like from now on, it's like if I if you think of something, just type it on your phone because your phone's always next to you and they're just. Absolutely. That, that's honestly the biggest thing that sold me on the convenience of it. It's like, yeah, I used to carry a notebook too, but that you forget the book and then you don't write that joke and then you miss it. But the phone is always with you. It's 2017, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's just too convenient not to use. Uh, Joe Rogan actually does his jokes the same way. It's like kind of who inspired me to do it this way. So um, he actually uses the, his, the, his notes the same way on his phone. And yeah, now I just... If I'm even in the middle of a conversation, I like stop everything and like step away and do this and say the joke that I'm thinking, or else I'll miss it. And then that's just uh, that's just the worst feeling. Yeah. Do you um have you done stand up outside of uh, Canada? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. I did go to LA for a short while uh, to visit my friend there, and I did some stand up at the comedy store there. Um, and I tried to get onto. Uh, what's that other called? The improv, the improv, and I did not unfortunately get on that stage that night. But I did. I didn't meet Nick Thune that night, who's actually one of the comedians I really admire. So that was pr- pretty cool in itself. Yeah, there's a lot of comedy clubs in LA. Oh my goodness, what a scene! And uh, I went, uh, I went on one of their open mics to the comedy store, and there's just it was just ran with people. I couldn't believe it. But I was fortunate enough to get on, and there's you see you see so many famous people just walking in there like it's like it's crazy. It was so crazy and surreal to me from a guy that's never seen anybody famous on stage at all in Toronto, really to seeing guys like, yeah, Joe Rogan showing up and uh, who else? Doug Benson was on the show, Tony Hinchcliffe. Like those are big name comedians. And these guys were like performing with me. It was just, it was an amazing experience and I can't wait to go back for sure. See, I live in the East coast and the comedy is like weird here. Like if you're going to go see a show, it's going to be Friday, Saturday and that's it. In LA or in California in general, Mm -hmm. it's every night. Oh, yeah, totally. Every night. Because, like, you know, you follow these comedians on Twitter, Instagram, and mm-hmm. they're performing somewhere every night. Oh, yeah, and they're doing multiple rooms a night, some of them. I know Frank Costello, I follow him on Instagram. He's performing three, two or three mics a night regularly. So it's like, and they're and they're relatively, like, yeah, they're, there's so many of them that they can do that. So Is it the comedy store that has, like, four or five different rooms? I'm trying to remember which one I think so, yeah. They have, I think they have three rooms. One upstairs, a main room, and then like a room by the door. Yeah. Uh, they might have another room that I'm not even thinking of. But yeah, the comedy store is one with a lot of rooms. Yeah, because I, I, sometimes I see like the who's playing and I'm like, Jesus, like there's five different, you know, there's like six six people on the list, but there's five different rooms and they're all in different rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And you, you find yourself just walking around to all of them uh, eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, uh, you didn't go to Vegas to perform, did you? I've never performed in Vegas, not yet. That should probably, that should probably be on your bucket list. Oh, it's definitely on the bucket list, and I'm actually planning to uh, and saving some money to go across Canada this year. 
or this uh, late summer and then try to go across the states again because I, I did a road trip through the states but I didn't really stop for comedy I was more of like a a road trip to come and I was moving from Toronto to Vancouver so I just did it that way and I just took a long road trip but I definitely want to go across the states and Vegas is honestly one of my favorite places in the U.S. Yeah. What made you move from Toronto to Vancouver? Uh, it was you know what it was a multiple it was multiple things but mainly I just wanted a change in scenery I wanted to be on the west coast anyways like eventually I, my plan is, is to become a professional comedian so I obviously have to go and do comedy in the states where it is the biggest in the world right now and that that was kind of, this is kind of like the steps to getting there for me is like yeah now i've moved away from home and i'm on, i'm on my own out here with my girlfriend and we're just it's just the two of us and we're getting used to being that independent and then we're going to take the next leap and go and do comedy in the US so that this is kind of the progression of that if that makes any sense oh, yeah. <laughs> Does uh, your girlfriend support you 100%, I'm guessing, with this? Oh, yeah, totally, man. I'm so blessed and so lucky to have found someone that we've been together for four years now. And she pushes me and pushes me to do my to chase my dreams and to go for comedy. She doesn't care if I'm gone for three, four months doing comedy at a time. She wants to see me happy and successful. So I'm so blessed in that way. Yeah. So um, on your uh, YouTube channel, is it you're just recording like stand-up there, right? Yep, uh, I have uh, I have two channels. So broke jokes is my channel where yeah I just I just record comedy and it's it's the basically the format is that I talk about what I'm going to talk about before going in the set, do the set, and then talk about what I feel and how I did after the set and my thoughts and feelings about that. So that's the broke jokes and that's all comedy. And then I have a daily vlog where I kind of share my life with my friends back home and kind of like what I'm doing and more of like a day to day progression. And there's no real format for that one. <laughs> Have you um, have you opened for anybody in Canada? Uh, like specific headliners and shows. Yeah, uh, I've done a couple nights at Absolute Comedy and in Toronto in my early on in my career, but I I don't remember who specifically I was opening for. I haven't opened. One. I've done the Comedy Mix out here. It's a pretty popular club where they have a few headliners, but no one that would be recognizable. If that makes any sense. Yeah. All right. Um, no offense to those comedians; they're hilarious. In case they're listening. <laughs> yeah, I probably have like twenty listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna promote this podcast, and we'll get some more. Oh yeah, there you go. That's all it is. You you ha- you're you're you want to be a comedian, and the big thing is you have to put yourself out in social media. Totally, man. It's and you, you, you got to push yourself. That's that's what it is. All I see it as is it's an ampl app. Uh, sorry, ampl. Blue, I can't even speak. It's amplifying what I'm doing on the stage. It's nothing special. I'm just documenting it and sharing it online as as a as a different way to like channel my stand up comedy. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah. So, um, how can people get a hold of you on Twitter, Facebook? Uh, yeah, you could always. I'm um, very easy to get a hold of. You, anyone can DM me, DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Message. I'm available. Um. Yeah, those are those are pretty much the best places to to, to reach me. Uh, Facebook, I have a Facebook page if that makes any, if that helps. But uh, yeah, I think everyone's got Instagram or, or Twitter, so you can reach me on any either of those. Antonio's Core is my Twitter handle. It's Antonio's Core. Okay. Um, Facebook's kind of boring, anyways. Yeah, it's uh, it's I'm I'm uh, it's it's got its it's got its like good qualities and bad qualities. It's good for entertainment. I gotta say that. Yeah. What about for like, for you promoting yourself? What do you have the best luck with? My favorite is Instagram. I'm a, I'm a visual person, and that's where I like to 
put my stuff out the most and I can put my jokes there. It makes, it makes, it's like a great platform. I love it. All right. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners? Um, I don't know. Uh, who are who are like the listeners in, in a sense of what they what their interests are uh, like sports I guess and stuff and I guess uh, people that like comedy comedy uh, for any comedians keep being funny keep trying keep going at it I'm I'm out here working I have a long way to go so do you and so do all of us we all have something something to strive for so that's what I gotta say positive love to all the comedians out there oh yeah like I said stand up comedy is like a hot you know like I, I love it I love watching it. Eventually, I want to try open mic. It's not going to be yeah. my. It's not going to be my career. I just want to try it. Do it, man. It's ha- it's a, you know fun. what. It's it's a great ex- it's great experience. Even if you bomb, you 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 could say you did it. You know what I mean. Exactly. And I I you know what I can't wait to see. I want to see you perform. <laughs> Hopefully, if I make <laughs> it out to Boston within the next year or so, I'm going to come by and I'm going to see you perform on a stage at least once. Uh, hope so. My, ne- hope my, so my my goal is to try it in a year. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Then, so, then I'll, my goal is to get to Boston in a yeah. year after my son is born. Hell, that, you know what? Save it for that. You might have some really good material with that. Exactly. I mean, I have a little girl now, but oh, okay, cool. Yeah, That's so. awesome, man. Oh yeah, fatherhood. It's great. <laughs> you'll 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 find out someday. I know. I, I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to it in a funny way. I know I'm a really young guy, but I I, I think I make a good dad. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I hope you come back on the show again. Most definitely, man. I really appreciate you having me. We'll see how uh, how, how your career pans out in the next few months. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see you as yeah. well. And if you ever want to come on, just like I said, just to shoot the shit and have fun and promote something, I'm all for it. For sure, man. And uh, likewise, if you need me to come on for anything you want to do, I'm here. I'm only a Skype call away. There you go. All right. Thanks for being on. Thank you so much. It was fun talking to you. Thanks so much for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles. Follow them on Twitter at the MCC Podcast. We'll catch you next time.